This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com is my favorite sponsor. It is the place that has helped me grow my business. Matter of fact, it's the place that helped me get the idea to even start a business to begin with. Listening to books on Audible helped me become a better man, a better business person, inspired me to become a business person. There's so much information out there in so many books. and Being a dad with two small boys and running a business and just with all the chaos of life, I don't have the time to sit down and read books much anymore. So I use Audible.com because in the hectic day when I'm driving to a gig, when I'm driving to a job, I can listen to a book. I can listen while I'm cleaning the dishes, while I'm walking around doing housework. It's an amazing way to get a lot of information. And save time because when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a bootstrapper, you don't usually have a whole lot of extra time. So this is a great way to deal with that time problem. And the book I recommend today is one of my all-time favorites, and that's Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey. It is his story about how he took his business from a card table in the living room to a company with over 500 employees. He talks about his struggles and his successes and how he learned to operate his business in the best possible way. And he covers everything from marketing to hiring to firing to moving people on the team to making sure your people have the right type of equipment. Everything you can possibly think of in business and leadership. It's a great book, Entree Leadership by Dave Ramsey. And of course, you can go get a free copy by going over to audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B. And you can go and set up a free 30-day trial. And during that 30-day trial, you get one audiobook, Entree Leadership, perhaps. One, no, two Audible original books books and or productions made for audible like there's one i have that was really really fun it's christmas time 19 1942 or something like that 198 i can't remember it's uh 1918 i think but it's about the first world war and it's a drama like an old school radio drama where you have actors and sound effects and they're talking about things going on on the front lines It's a really good book, but you get two of those, you get one book, and by the way, the Audible Originals and the book you keep forever, even if you cancel, even if you have to stop it for a while and come back, you still have the book, you have, you always have access to the book too. So if you have to cancel your Audible subscription, but you can go back, you can listen to the book anytime you want. And if you do any of their college courses with the great courses, For example, you actually get the PDF downloads that go with it, 
It's really, really cool. It's really an amazing thing. Oh, and you also get access to their streaming library for free for the entire month. You can stream lots of different titles that you can listen to. And this is all only $14.95 a month and well worth it. I do love it. I do have well over 100 books at this point. I don't even know how many books I have. Partly because I have some books on my wife's account and some on mine. So between the two, well over 100. Don't know. My account is well over 99. Last I checked. So very, very cool. Anyway, go check it out. Try your free trial at audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B. And remember, you can cancel at any time. There is no contract. Anyway, let's get into the topic at hand. And today I'm talking about your capitalization strategy. In other words, how do you fund your business to start? I mean, eventually, hopefully you'll be making enough profit that you can run your business based from the profit, not from profit, from your earnings, and then have profit left over. That's the goal. But how do you fund it to start up with? Well, there's a few different types of funding, and I'm going to go through them. Now, the first type of funding that you have available to you is funding through debt. And you can easily fund your business through debt. You can get your a small business loan or an SBA loan, which is gotten through the Small Business Association. You can get loans from your friends or families. You can get private small business lenders, high interest, very high interest though, very short terms, which you can get through banks. <clears throat> oh, and you can get through banks. You can also use credit cards to fund your business, borrow money from friends and family, and you can also borrow money from crowdsourcing, which is also called crowdfunding, which is also called peer-to-peer -peer lending. Now, crowdfunding, crowdsourcing will pop up a few more times, so be looking for it. Of course, the problem with debt is it adds risk, and starting up is risky enough. So I can highly, highly advise against running your business on debt. Some companies do it. Some successful companies do it. Some do not. I just personally think that it's not worth the added risk. Matter of fact, I have a whole podcast dedicated to the hidden dangers of debt, because I could rant on about this for a long time. If I already have, so you can go check it out, my podcast on the hidden dangers of debt. Now, I personally run my company currently on zero consumer debt. I do have one loan, which I had to take out because of a tax debt. And unfortunately, here where I live, when you get a tax bill, you can't make payments on it. You can make two payments, and if they're being really nice, they can break it into three payments. Now, three payments was too big of chunks for me, and I had to pay it, or else they'd just take it out of my company directly. So I had to go get a small bank loan to cover my tax loan. And it's a pain in the butt. It's been one of the stressful things I've had since Corona, since my business taped. It's because I still have a little bit of that loan left. Not a lot on it, but still enough when you're making zero income on your company. 
it's an added layer of stress. So definitely don't suggest getting debt for any reason if you can avoid it. Now, of course, like I said, sometimes you will run into something that can put you in a position of being in an unavoidable position where you have to borrow some money in your business. And there's an easy way to avoid that, or maybe not. And that is setting aside some money in your business for emergencies. And this is called a retained earnings fund. This is for emergencies, extra taxes, piece of equipment suddenly breaks that you're relying on working, and it breaks before its expected replacement lifetime, all this type of thing. So you can have a cushion so you don't have to do what I did and go into debt to pay off your tax bill. So something you can't avoid. Another thing I learned the hard way is beware of store business accounts. Now, I signed up with a business account at a store, and I asked them, what's this about? They said, hey, if you use this business account, you get a a bill, so it's better for your accounting, and you also get a discount. I'm like, okay, cool. Didn't realize that it was basically a credit account. And I bought something that was like five or six dollars or something along those lines and meant to pay it right away. Forgot, just slipped my mind. And they sent me a reminder to pay the bill. And they sent it to an email or my mailbox that I never check. And they sent me a collections notice which I never check, and then I got a call saying, hi, you're going to collections for like $5 or something like that. Maybe it was $20 all told. I got sent to collections. Fortunately, I was able to pay it off and only pay a small fee, but still, I had no clue that it was actually like a credit account. So actually, now that I think about it, I haven't used it since. I have to go close it and make sure no one ever uses it, but... It is technically a credit account. So you got to be careful of those business accounts just so you can get a bill in the mail so that you can get a discount or something. It's not worth the discount. It's not worth the stress. It's not worth the accidental risk of finding out that, oh, gee, you owe some money you didn't know about, and now you have to pay a big fee. And, of course, this happened right smack in the middle of corona when I had lost all the money from a couple of people that had called in, and it was a rough time for that to happen. So, and of course, if you buy anything on payments, you're also in debt. So if you have to go buy that latest phone, and you're just making easy payments on the phone, you're actually in debt. And I did that too, even knowing better, I didn't think about it. Got the phone, cool, it's only 250 kron a month, about 25 bucks a month, cool, whatever. I didn't realize it was a $2,000 phone. Yeah, I didn't do the math on that one. Coming back to bite me in the butt. So yeah, you got to be careful on those types of things. But anyway, getting off track here. But yeah, you can do other things such as getting a second mortgage on your house. And that's super, super risky. Not only are you adding debt, which is risky, but then you're putting your house on the line. And so that you can lose your house 
as well as your business if something goes wrong. I strongly advise against any debt-based method. Then you have investors or what they call equity funding. Equity funding is where you offer up equity in your business, i.e. part ownership of your business in some way, shape, or form, to somebody to get financing. You can do this many ways, and I'm going to go through a few of these. But before you decide to go this route, do remember that most of these options cause you to lose part or even the majority of the control of your business. And you got to consider if it's worth the cost of basically selling off part of your company to get some money. So let's go into the ways. Friends and family, they're going to pop up a lot. This can both be a good and bad thing. If you use them as a starting point, some financial institutions will take it as a positive thing that your friends and family are on board, they believe in you, and they're, they're committed enough to put their money where their mouth is, and that you are also committed. But on the flip side, if your business crashes and burns and they're out the money, you could see massive damage to your relationships that may never be the same, may cause some long-term hurt. I'd advise against it. Then you have what are called angel investors. These are people, most often wealthy people, who want to invest in a small business for whatever reason. They might just feel like it, just randomly, to, I'm going to invest in this guy. They might want to help people out, or they might be looking at a huge return on their investment, which they may get into. And these people sometimes even form small investment groups of angel investors to kind of spread out the risk a little bit. Then you have a partnership. You can take on a business partner with more capital than yourself to help you fund your business. And you should do this strategically. Do it with someone that will benefit from your business. And you do this right, you will benefit and they will benefit. It should be very mutually beneficial so that your business succeeding helps them. They help you succeed. It helps them too. So both ways, if whoever succeeds helps other, it's great. That's the best way to, to do that. Then you have venture capital or VC. And you might have heard this in in finance talk. This is what this is. These are big firms, companies that look for companies to invest in. Usually larger companies is what they're looking to invest in. And when they invest in these large companies, they want a good-sized chunk of the company, if not a complete controlling share in the company. They want to run things. They want to have a lot of say in the way things are run and the direction. You, you give up a lot of autonomy to do this. And if you decide you want to do this, that's fine. Get a lawyer because you want to make sure the contract's good so you're not getting the shorten the stick in the contract. Make sure that everything's there, that you don't lose too much stuff because they can be tricky. If you want VC capital, definitely get a lawyer and really consider the cost in loss of control. And then, of course, here it comes again, you can crowdfund your business as well. You can offer equity, ownership in the business, which they call something, I think it's a business small, but I can't remember the what it's called. I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I didn't. Anyway, but 
you can actually offer to sell a piece of your business crowdfunding to raise capital. Or you can do it by offering rewards, which I do like, which is like Kickstarter where you donate $5. I write your name on the list saying, hey, you donated $5. You donate 50 bucks. You get a free copy of my, you free one of my cop, my, my products. You donate this, you get to come meet me. All these different level tiers of rewards. And of these, I do like this idea because it does give you a way to give back to the people who support you without giving up control of your business. And you can really build up from there. So that's a good idea too. Then there's my favorite way to raise money for your business, which is, of course, bootstrapping. Surprise, surprise, the O'Connor Bootstrap podcast loves the bootstrapping idea to raise money for a business. Go figure. What is bootstrapping? Well, it's when you grow your business by the bootstraps. Oh, wait, sorry. Bootstrapping is when you grow your business using your own business's cash flow. And that's what this podcast is all about. Now, where you get the seed money, that can come from many sources. You can have it saved up. You can be working one main job and using your extra money from that job after expenses to put into your business. You can sell something you own, a car, a boat, another vehicle that you have, a piece of property, all your video game, old video games, your baseball card collection, whatever. You sell a bunch of stuff, you save a bunch of money, and you use this money to start your business. And then once your business gets going, then you use the profits from the business to continue to grow the business. Oh, yeah, and uh, I've been known to ask for Christmas presents for equipment that I need in my business, like this podcasting mic, which I wanted to get so you guys could actually hear me. I asked for it as a Christmas present. I got it as a Christmas present. Didn't cost me anything, but now I have a good mic, so it's really great. Now, there are some downsides of bootstrapping. And first of all, it takes a little bit longer to get going, to get some traction. With the minimal amount of funds, it's hard to purchase equipment. It's hard to hire employees. hard to get an accountant, other, other third-party help that might be helpful to help you grow your business. It's a lot harder, so it takes a lot longer to do. And you're going to wear most, if not all, the hats in the business. You're going to be the accountant. You're going to be the salesperson. You're going to be the marketer. You're going to have to make up the business plan and guide and direct your business and eventually sometime in there actually help your clients or customers get the stuff they need. So there's a lot of work to do that. So, yeah, it can be exhausting. It can take a lot of time and it can be slow building. And, however, good news is you own 100% of the business. You do not give up any control. You keep 100% of the profit. And while there's still the risk of your business failing, if you do it this way, you will not be stuck with a massive debt load where you have to pay back a bunch of people or have a bunch of people who've invested in you lose their investment and fail and then have that awkwardness and that broken relationship that can come with this. So personally, I think it's a great way to go because while starting a business is risky, in in my opinion, this is just my opinion. 
I think that bootstrapping is the least risky version of building a business. It's the classic capital capitalist entrepreneurial dream, American dream. The guy goes buys a basket of bananas, sells those, get uses the profits to buy a cart of bananas, sells that, gets a truck, uh, sells enough bananas to get another truck. Pretty soon, he sells enough bananas to have a fleet of trucks. Eventually, has a whole banana empire. That's bootstrapping. That's what it is. It's a lot of work, but I think it's worth it in the long run. And of course, there's one more way you can do, which I didn't write in my notes here, which is you can kind of combine a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You can do a little bit of selling some stuff. Maybe a friend or family member gives you a loan. Maybe you get a little crowdfunding. You can mix and match as well. You don't have to do just one of these things. Now, in desperation, I will admit I need one piece of equipment that I could not afford. I could just barely afford it, but I didn't know if I could pull the money, get the money ending time to pay the the bill. So I did take out a small business loan to buy one piece of equipment. And I'm still mixed on whether I should have done that or not, because it did take me a long time to pay off. It was only about, yeah, it was about uh, 2000 dollars or something like that i can't remember exactly but it wasn't huge but it still took me a while to build as i was building my client base and it was stressful and it cost me more than it should have because it was a high, i didn't realize but the interest rate was something like 20 percent really high so yeah i did that don't think it was the greatest thing but it got me through for a little while so yeah Again, I don't like debt. This is, again, when I first started seven years ago. Six years ago, actually, when I switched over to doing the whole balloon decor. So this is early on. So, yeah, I've learned some lessons. You can use debt a little bit here. It's possible. I did it. I survived. But, honestly, try avoid the debt if you can. But you can mix and match. You can crowdsource. You can... Bootstrap, you can crowdsource to get the money to bootstrap. You can do so much mixing of this. Do what works best for you. Just consider all the options. Do your research. Dig really deep to make sure you know exactly what you're getting into. If you're getting venture capital or an angel investor, make sure you get a lawyer along to make sure the terms are good. Because if you're not careful, they can come back to bite you in the butt. Anyway, that's on capitalization strategy it was a lot i couldn't make it as fun as i would normally like to but you guys have a great night great day and i will talk to you again on thursday bye bye if you found value in this content please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use we are on apple podcast spotify google podcast and most other podcast platforms if you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, 
hosted by Jason St. Clair. Past episodes and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www.athoz.com or athoz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.